Welcome to season two of the Data Strategy Show. 66 questions, data leaders unplugged. My name's Samir Sharma, and I'll be your host on today's show. My guest today is Graham McDermott. Graham's an experienced senior data leader and is currently the chief data officer at TempCover. Throughout his career, he's completed every stage of data platform realization from conception to exploitation. He's an industry speaker at data events, numerous podcasts, and data journalist's friend. He's industry recognized in the Data IQ Top 100 Data Professionals and has been since 2015. It was great to speak to Graham today. Um, and Graham is a self-confessed introvert. So just hearing about Graham's experiences, his life, his pet peeves, um, what makes him tick, it was brilliant because um, something that I know about about introverts is that it's very difficult for them to to bear all. So here we go. Here's Graham McDermott bearing all on the Data Strategy Show. Graham McDermott, good morning. How are you? Morning, Samir. Good to see you. Yeah, good. Likewise, likewise. Listen, welcome to season two of the Data Strategy Show. This is 66 questions and data leaders unplugged. Are you ready, Graham? I have to say, I was like a 15-year-old in the O-level <laughs> exam going 15, 16, that's 25 seconds a question. <laughs> Better be quick here. <laughs> and a lot, I'm sure a lot of people don't realise what O-levels are anymore, do they? You oh, and I sorry, do. I've just you and I did GCSEs for everybody else. <laughs> I, did do, I did do my O-level maths two years early, okay? Oh, you, oh blimey, that's, that's yeah. amazing. So listen, Graham, just tell me a little bit about your background. Uh, so um, I'm currently um, Chief Data Officer at TempCover. Uh, for those who have not heard of TempCover, it's a uh, short-term vehicle insurer uh, based out of Fleet uh, in Hampshire. Um, they cover anything from one hour to 28 days, which is an amazing, amazing product Unbelievable, set. yeah. Um, prior to that, um, I was a CDO at uh, Addison Lee for about nearly five years in London. Uh, and then just prior to that, I spent 17 years um, in charge of data um, at various points um, in the AA, so the Automobile Association. Fantastic, fantastic. Listen, Graham, 66 questions, as I said, we're going to get straight into it. Tell me, Graham, how do you start your day? Do you know what? I always have to have breakfast. And it might sound funny, of course everyone has breakfast. <laughs> if I'm getting up at three in the morning to go and get a flight, I have breakfast. Get wow, up at two in the really? morning to go to no flight, way. I have breakfast. The other thing I do over breakfast is I read all the overnight data alerts, things that are telling me that the data warehouse or the data platform is okay. Uh, I get all the early MI reports before the execs. I get an early uh -huh. release. And I've done this for years. I did it here. I did it in my last company. Because I don't like to the execs to see the data first before I've not had a look at it. Absolutely. So you're always ready, prepared. Sounds like the the old, uh, the, the, the boy scout, you know. Yeah. Be, be prepared. prepared. Yeah. yeah. So listen, what's your biggest weakness? Do you know what? Probably relates to that, which is perfection. Um, yeah, my other half says that I pursue perfection. I said, there's nothing wrong with perfection. Yes. Know? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm like her, I think. My wife is a perfectionist. And I always say to her, but it's crazy. You're trying to get the last bit of, you know, this thing. And it, it drives her mad. At there's some nothing point. wrong with perfection. It's just yeah. people who don't you know, pursue perfection. That's the problem yeah. for us. Yeah. Yes, that's a problem for you. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So listen, on that point then, with perfection, what's your biggest strength? 
Uh, do you know what I? I think it's um, I think it's probably resilience. So I think um, there's been a number of you know, a number of times, yeah, probably a lot of times in the last you know ten years or so, whether mm. it's personal life or work life, mm. where you just have to dig deep. Yeah. You know, company takeovers, making people redundant, all that type of stuff is really hard on a leader, and you have to be resilient. And equally, same things can happen in your personal life. You know, mm-hmm. you can have you know difficult decisions to make, or different things happen, particularly when your parents start getting you know sort of older. Sure. And, and you just got to be resilient. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a it's a good point, and you know, it sounds like your your career has been um, pretty much. Uh, you know, in that data aspect, you know, at, at, at insurers and so on. Well, throughout that, you know, throughout your career, what's the biggest learning experience you've had? Crikey. Um, and bear in mind, I, I, did, I did start my career as a, very much in insurance, but um, as an actuarial student, which mm-hmm. for those who don't know, is all about sort of the mathematics of insurance and, you know, when are you going to crash? When are your house going to burn down? When are you going to lose all your money? And, Sounds really and grim. Retire. Yeah, it's great. Um, so I think I think that that period and I've used learnings from that, you know, five years I spent trying to be an, a, a qualified actuary just throughout your life. It's because it's, mm-hmm. it's sort of, you know, I like I've worked in insurance a lot. It's the mathematics. Um, so that's that's my sort of that part of learning. I think um, I think the other one is, which is um, my other learning is I don't like not being in control. OK, so control freak. Not control freak, just don't. Just like you need to, you need to know. Okay, <laughs> it's a bit like perfection for you. <laughs> I'm not control freak. Just think you are, okay. <laughs> so tell me, what's your favourite time of day? Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be back to my early morning. I'm yeah. I'm, uh, I'm definitely a morning person, uh, and when I say morning, I mean you know sort of I like being up early. Uh, when I was doing the London the the London trips, um, I would I would get the the ten to six train. Uh, uh, I'd be at my desk in London at 7am. I love wow. that time. Um, you know, you can get stuff done without people replying to messages. You know, yeah, there's, there's, there's not be many people even on their, on their phones that time of the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, apart from people who aren't perfect, what makes you angry? Um, I think laziness. And in particular, I'm going to say laziness with data. That Ooh. is, that is top of my list. Ooh, if, you do, if you don't care about my data, yeah. then I'm sorry, but I'm going to get angry. Yeah. Can't help it. A- any, any good examples about the laziness of data? Um, I just think things like, you know, the, 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 you know, there's this longstanding sort of relationship between sort of data and IT, particularly, yeah. you know, in the recent times mm-hmm. when often those have split out as functions mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. Um, you know, IT are asked to create a system. No one asks them or tells them to, to push that data downstream to a data platform. The data platform team then become aware because they get asked to produce something, they then have to go cap in hand and get told, no, it's on the priority list. And that, that whole thing yeah. just yeah. irritates yeah. the hell out of me. Yeah, I was reading about that this morning. Somebody had posted something out saying the same thing. Um, and it, it, it was used as an excuse uh, as to not get improved service or improved platform access to um, you know, what, what was needed to be done. So listen, yeah. um, what's your best trait? Um, I'm going to say loyalty. I spent mm-hmm. 17 years at the AA yeah. through five different changes of ownership. Wow. Um, I'm a pretty loyal person. Um, and I, and I just believe in loyalty. And I think I've also had, you know, I've been very lucky to have some people work with me um, who've also, you know, come with me on the journey when I've moved to other companies mm-hmm. who are also loyal. So I think I yeah. probably instill a bit of loyalty in, in other people. So it's an important aspect to me. 
Sure. So we've been through quite a uh, crazy couple of years now with the pandemic. What are you most excited about these days? I'm just shocked that you said couple of years. I mean, I think we all thought it would be all over in a few months. No, goodness <laughs> me. I was speaking to somebody in South Africa this morning. They're going into wave four. Yeah, I know. I know. When we, we, I've, I've heard a few, I've sometimes even caught myself saying the word post pandemic. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not sure we are, but no. yeah, I think the exciting stuff, and I got into this probably, um, probably a couple of years ago uh, when I was still at Addison Lee um, and I sort of still interested in it, not necessarily as many applications where I am at, at term cover, but particularly around um, IA and RPA. So intelligent okay. automation, yep. robotic automation, yep. um, because I think we're learning now with, you know, the, um, you know, if someone listens to this in a few months time and go, what's the fuel crisis? What was that shortage oh, of fuel? Yeah. Um, I think as a population, we seem to hate doing boring things. Yes. No one wants to do that. Yeah. So we do ultimately want, you know, robots to deliver fuel or, or you know stuff to happen that don't really want people to do because mm -hmm. they're boring and no one wants to do those type of jobs people want to yeah. do the jobs to get rid of those i'm sorry but that's that's reality people want to that's true create that sort of stuff i was reading this morning we've got a shortage of butchers as well <laughs> I, I i saw on the high street yesterday a sign <laughs> outside a shop and it said um clothes shortage uh coming by now I mean, oh, you know, great everybody's marketing. doing fantastic. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> so what's the best compliment you've ever received? Um, Joe, I, I'm not a compliment facing type person. Obviously, it's great when they come. Something that think, surprised you. I think very recently, actually, I say um, our CFO said in a sort of open audience with some external people there said, um, we trust your data, not the management accounts. Wow. You, don't of, you don't often get that. And he said, we want to use your data, you know, your dashboards, uh, not the management accounts. And he was That's talking amazing. about the fact we wanted five years worth of stats, et cetera. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, your data is the one we trust, not the management accounts. That's incredible. That was good. Yeah. And bearing in mind, you know, only been here a year, so, you know. But that's, that's one of the greatest compliments you could have. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well done. So when are you most inspired? Um. You know, I, I think it, I think I'd say probably um, when I'm happy, which sounds a bit, uh, but actually, no, you know, I mean, it is important that. to yeah. try and keep. You know, when things are down, try yeah. and keep yourself happy. And I have definitely done that thing. Where I go, do you know what? I'm going to buy myself, a, you know, a toy. I say a toy. It could be a DVD. It could be whatever. Um, but trying to maintain that level of happiness actually keeps you inspired. Wants you to do more, do better. Correct. I think if you start yeah. spiraling down. Um, you know, you've got to, it's harder and harder to pick yourself up. And maybe I'm one of those people who's self-motivated enough to be able to pick themselves back up. Mm, mm, sounds great. What makes you smile the most? Um, I don't know, probably, um, yeah, watching my kids grow up. Nice. Um, you know, I've got older kids uh, who are sort of um, who are 23 and 26. Wow. And uh, equally at the other end of the scale, I've got, um, you know, young James, he's only 11. Oh my goodness. Um, and actually it's quite funny just, you know, watching them sometimes, um, you know, observing what they do and, you know, talking about with them about stuff that you did at their age yeah. and just sort of saying, yeah. you know, um, relating to them in that way. I was expecting more white hair, but wow, you're doing well. Yeah. Afraid so. <laughs> What's the one thing that people don't know about you? Do you know what? In, in the old days, uh, I would have said, uh, in the I'm, old days, I'm not talking no levels. So <laughs> early in my career, I was I was certainly um, I was going to say criticised. I was uh, I was told by some psychologists that I was um, a closed book, very hard to break down. It was one of these like 
senior leadership you know these are oh, the future where you got yeah. psychoanalyzed um, and yeah. watched you know every yep. minute of every day on the course um and i said well is that a bad thing and they said well you're lacking trust and all this sort of stuff i sort of came out of it feeling a bit battered and bruised yeah and i probably did i probably hit lots of things that were going on outside you know mm-hmm. um and try to carry on doing my job because i thought at work that was important i think i've become more open and you know with things like social media i think it's really hard mm. to mm. um to hide things so i think the only one thing i'd say and people always laugh and say i'm actually quite shy really i'm 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 an introvert i am not an extrovert but i had to put on a front to get to, to get to that yeah etc you have to put on a front you know and when i did the whole not the Myers-Briggs, but, you know, insights and discovery behavioral thing with my team and, and we all took part in it. And they sort of said, you know, your, your natural is this, but actually your, your front is that. And I went, yeah, you've got me there. Cause actually you can, when you answer the questions, they can pick out what your natural behavior yeah. is from what actually you, uh, you're perceived by. So, you, so. You, you've trained yourself well over the years then to, to have these two. Well, obviously that's what people tell me. Yeah. But behind the scenes, yeah. yeah, I'd say I, you know, I don't enjoy walking into a room of people, you know, whether I know them or don't know them. Yeah. Um, you know, I plan and prepare and I, you know, I um try not to be shy in amongst, you know, mm. lots of people. Mm-hmm. No, good, 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 good trait. Uh, what makes you feel the most like yourself? <laughs> oh, I could get slaughtered for this. Um <laughs> God, I was just thinking about this the other day about, you know, you know, and um I um I watch a lot of um is it Susan um classification guru just I just find okay. her on a Sunday I find yeah, yeah. hilarious I yeah. whatever brightness up up on a Sunday yep. go and go and look at what Susan's posting on LinkedIn so I think my happiest place is sometimes bit of data in Excel I okay. know people are going to go oh why are you using Excel <laughs> Brilliant. blah 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 come on Brilliant. And, and that doesn't matter whether it's a little bit of you know not work but it's just yeah. oh, just doing some you know tax things or inventory okay, or whatever. Okay. Bit of data, bit of Excel. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a great Oh, place. look at that. Perfect. So what are the three things that you can't live without? Well, the, the first one is obvious, data. Yes. You know, gonna, yeah. Right, let's get that one yeah. out of the way. Um, I, I do like, yeah, I do like my cars and... Um, what are you driving oh, right you know, now? Um, Audi S5, okay. uh, Quattro, um, I used to go for understated so that, you know, I now know why people don't have green, you know, why people have like those really bright cars, you know, the, the hot hatches of bright uh-huh. colours. It's so that other people can see you coming very fast. Yes. Um, my approach is no, go grey, understated. Very subtle. No yeah. one see you. Mm. Um, but yeah, since, since certainly my, since my personal mileage uh, dropped dramatically probably five, six years ago, I've gone, you know, let's go the other extreme and um, have a nice, uh, fast car. But I did specify it with heated rear seats because my kids said it's all right for you having heated seats in the front, but we want we want them in the back. And I found a model that happened to have heated rear seats in the rear, and I went right. You can have them, kids. So brilliant, brilliant. Um, What's the third third one? Yeah. I um, I probably I probably say I am um I am a bit addicted to my I say my phone. It's not a phone, is it? Because no. When was the last time I phoned somebody on that phone? It's the it's the internet with me. That's that's correct. Yeah, I love yeah. having the internet with me. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my daughter was always telling me, get off your phone. I said, well, I'm not actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm working. Um, and, and that's yeah, yeah. Gets, uh, it's a quite an important know. thing. And you know, I'm working yeah. on my social media profile. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They're posting on Instagram going, no, I'm on LinkedIn. No, you know? no, exactly. That's the right place to be. What's your current TV character obsession? I'd say 
my current and all time is James Bond. Oh, and here we oh, are with mate. the new one. I know he's not quite TV's film, but he gets on TV eventually. Yeah. I just love a James Bond movie. I can watch them. I've got every single one of the collection. I Amazing. watch them over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and, I've, and I've got my son, which might be why he's called James. Don't, just, don't uh, tell. He doesn't know that yet, does he? Don't tell the <laughs> missus that. Uh, but he does have he does have an email address which is involves James and 007. Oh, um, fantastic! And I have looked up. You can get a number plate with James 007 MCD. Uh, I got told in no uncertain circumstances that I wasn't to buy it. Yes, because also you don't have number plates to exist in six seven years time. Maybe no, they probably 17, won't. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that means that the it, my next question is probably moot because the last the, the last show that you binge watch was probably James Bond. No, actually, the last TV show you started yeah. watch was Line of Duty. Oh, I think so brilliant. I think I watched. I think I might have watched odd series or odd programs. Yeah, and I think um, so. On a Sunday night, one of the things I used to do often was was um, uh, have my kids for the weekend, take them back on a Sunday night. So I'd miss Sunday night. I think Line of Duty is predominantly Sunday night over all those years. So never got into it. And then we watched a couple of episodes. I think mm -hmm. between before the last series came on. And then we sat there and I think we were watching three or four a night at one point. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. To like you get one addicted in the morning. Well, you, you get know, addicted when, to it. When you're in lockdown and you haven't got to get up at five in the morning yep. to the train to London. Exactly. You, you can go to bed yeah. at one or two. You can. Morning, can't you? you can. Absolutely. I agree. So what's the most adventurous thing you've done in your life? Oh, God. I'm a data person who, who gets off on Excel. You know. <laughs> well, there must have been some formula that, you know, amazed you. <laughs> <laughs> sure i i just talk about the adventurous thing you've done in your life um i, I actually don't know can i pass okay. and come back to that one yeah yeah you can come back to it. so how would you define yourself in three words uh loyal uh hard working um and apparently i've been told quite caring very good traits very very good traits what's your most overused phrase um my team will say analysis paralysis oh there we go that's a good one what's inspiring you in life right now i love reading about uh i say reading but also seeing actual the, the clever ai stuff not people saying oh you, you could do this or you could do that yeah actually, but actually seeing, seeing it yeah something and and you know in particular in around image processing it's very clever at, at learning and repetition and you know the, the use of that in sort of medical world in particular, yeah. where you can you can um, slim down the thirty thousand cases that need to be manually reviewed to here is three hundred that need to be manually reviewed. Yep. That yep. sort of stuff, you know, I think is really out there and clever, and uh, we shouldn't forget. And therefore, don't get hung up on the fact of other AI things that don't work or something. So it's mm -hmm. like, come on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, I, I agree with you. What's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Um, long standing, and I've repeated this to my kids recently, which is uh, so my dad said to me when I was about 17, 18, I think, and sort of deciding university and career said, uh, do what you enjoy and you'll be good at it. So don't do it just because you think you should do it. Yep. Your parents did it or whatever. Yep. Do do what the enjoy. stuff that you that you enjoy and you'll yeah. be good at it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really, really good advice. What's your pet peeve? Badly formatted Excel. Oh, back to Excel again. Oh, sorry, badly formatted report. Anything, report, anything. anything badly formatted. Yep, yep. Data yep. dashboard visual, just 
give me an you know, give me an example of one that you've seen which is really bad. Oh, so I can tell you that we used to run a test for recruitment, and in fact, I still do, where we give them a chart and a table, and they have to spot the twenty things that are sort of like oh my wrong goodness. with it from a formatting perspective. Yeah. Um, we had we had a guy that we did in we did recruit. And he got he got twenty one because wow. we went. Oh, yeah, there was we'll give, one more. We'll give you that one more. Yeah. Um, people who get six or seven, don't. Sorry, you're out the door. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. You're a hard. You're a hard man to please. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? Do you remember the moment your career completely changed? Yeah, I think. Um, I think realizing that I wasn't going to finish the actuarial exams, I, I carried on. Actually, I think right. seven years after I graduated oh. with an actuarial degree, I was studying. Um, uh, studying at night, studying at weekends, passing some exams, failing some exams. You're getting more senior. You you start a family, and it's getting harder and harder. And just realizing that I couldn't pass those last few exams, um, and called it a day. And I'd found data and data warehousing and data platforms by then. So um, an analytics. So decided to make a living out of that. Good for you, and, and good one that you're you're doing. What's your biggest regret? <sighs> I'm going to say not qualifying because I, you know, some of my, not many of my friends, because if you see the dropout rate of people who start actuarial studies mm -hmm. and, and finish, mm -hmm. not many get to the end. Uh, so yeah, I think regret just the fact I just couldn't do it. And it wasn't, yeah. I, I tried hard. Maybe I, um, I don't know, could I tried hard or different techniques, whatever, but you know, companies you work for were very supportive. And they're pretty tough as well. Yeah. But yeah. the people who get to the end are clever. Yes. That is, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard work. Mm. Mm. What makes you happy apart from Excel and data? Um, I think, I think, yeah, back to sort of like just um, watching my kids and playing stuff, watching films with them. Um, and obviously, yeah, the, the Audi is quite. Yeah, oh, I'm sure it is. In race mode. It gives you, gives happy. that roar, does it, when you push it down on, put, put your foot down the accelerator? Oh, yes. I bet. That lovely sound. So what's heavily played on your music playlist right now? Um, I, I'm musically deaf. Okay. So <laughs> I, I, I listen to Radio One for a okay. bit of chat. I, yeah. my 11 year old has got more music knowledge than I have. So I just terrible. Okay. Terrible. Radio One, at least that's good. Yeah. So what three, what three things are at the top of your bucket list? Um, so, uh, I, I'd really like to go to Australia. Mm -hmm. Um, for, for a long period, you know, uh, and, and I, uh, my other half would like to go as well. She, I think she's been before. Uh, I'd previously been put off because I just didn't fancy the flight. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say I'm not a good flyer. I, I, I struggled for a while, not, not, the, not the scared thing, but just, you know, sickness. Uh, but I've flown a lot since and don't have a problem. Um, so, yeah, I'd quite like to go, go to Australia. Um, I think other things, um, I don't know whether I want to just um, borrow own I don't just want to drive for a day, but borrow or own a supercar. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't think hypercar. I think that's out of my league, but yeah, yeah. supercar. Yeah. Um, What's your favourite supercar? Uh, yeah, probably, I'd probably go McLaren. Um, mm -hmm. I, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Lamborghini, yeah, great in the 1980s. Yeah. Bit yeah. more, no. Yeah. I, I, want, I want the technology and stuff. I want McLaren. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, number Third three. One. Yeah. Third one. I'm not allowed to say data in Excel. Oh, oh you're good. not? No. <laughs> um, um, probably, probably, probably back to travel. And it's just, yeah. I think um, I, um, 
I think traveled a reasonable amount, but not a huge amount when I was when I was younger. But um, my partner's very into travel. She's traveled, you know, she'll list off, you know, 48 countries that she's visited. Wow. Wow. And pre-pandemic, we used to um, every year go away for a long weekend without kids. Um, yep. And, you know, we were doing the Nordic countries. So, yeah, just more and more um, traveling to different countries. Awesome. What's your guilty pleasure? Uh, I love a gin, gin and tonic. Oh, very good. I thought you were going to say something else, seeing as it James Bond. Shaken and not stirred. <laughs> you let me down there. What, or, what? or an espresso martini. I'm okay. quite down hand making an espresso martini. <laughs> oh, it might be alcohol. Yeah, yeah. What book did you most recently finish? So, so I don't do music and I don't do a lot of reading. Right. But I do read beta Textbooks. Books. Okay. So, <laughs> I was the last one that. Was, was Data Means Business. Okay. By, uh, Jason and Barry. <laughs> nice if you could go back in time what would you tell your 16 year old self uh i wish that i'd uh, got a decent golf teacher and i could have turned pro so you were very good at golf then i was yeah. i was told apparently i had a lot of natural talent wow do you still I, play by golfing pro yeah i haven't played for a few years um i was off of eight um i even have a golf course uh probably about 600 yards from my house. Wow. Get to the seventh green through the trees. Perfect. Um, just, it takes a lot. It takes up a lot yeah. of time. It's a, a, it's a, it's time. a full day, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If you could switch lives with one person for a day, who would it be? US president. Oh, why? Can't do a worse job in one day than they've done <laughs> in four years. I mean, come on. What's the one thing that you, you'd love to do when you're in that position, though? Um, would you like to go to DEFCON 4? <laughs> <laughs> I think I just, I, don't, I love going to Air Force One. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watched yeah. the, I watched the, the programme about 9-11 and, and following Bush on that day, which obviously we'd never seen before. And it was uh, amazing to watch what happened and what he did and yeah. getting on and off and what Air Force One inside looks like. So, yeah, I'd love to do the old Air so Just play one. with the gadgets, wouldn't you? That's what you yeah. do. Yeah. Well, I assume there is lots of gadgets. I assume I, like I bet there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pen and a, you know. Yeah. So what's one thing you've always wanted to try, but you've been too scared to do? Uh, bungee jump. Oh, okay. So, well, when you go to Australia, you can try it. I'm only scared because someone told me um, each one you do compresses your spine by two centimetres. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that now. Something like that. One oh. I'm, tall, I'm a tall guy, so I can yeah. afford to lose it. Yeah. Uh, but no, oh, I just don't fancy that bit. So this is going to be a really good question for you because I know you like your data. What's the most ridiculous fact that you know? Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just like the one which is what goes up must come down. It's like, okay. yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. If you could resurrect one person from history and put them in the world today, who would it be? Winston Churchill. Why? I think we need some Dunkirk spirit, frankly, in the last couple of years. Yeah, what is his yeah. his, his leadership? His his leadership and his his capabilities. The current leadership just doesn't do it for you. Who is no, also no, no, a, who spawns from who spawns from the Churchill family? Yeah, I know. It's just yeah. it's just one disaster after another. Oh gosh, yeah. What's the one thing you wish you knew at age nineteen? I think it's not. I don't regret it, but I think I did. I do wonder whether I narrowed myself by doing an actuarial degree. Yeah. Should I just? My my first choice was to do a more mathematics based degree, generalist. Mm -hmm but I also mm -hmm. fancied doing the actuarial because there were only two or three 
degree courses at that point. Uh, I thought I'd get loads of exemptions that make it easier. Um, I don't think it did necessarily make it easier. So yeah, I, I sort of wish that I maybe hadn't narrowed it. Mm. If you're not living in the UK, where would you be living? I've always quite fancied Dubai. Okay, not just, the heat. Not just, yeah, I know. Not, not just Dubai now, but yeah, probably Dubai as it was a few years ago. Okay. And is there, are there any other things apart from just, you know, is, is it the heat that you like or is it some, you know, is it more technology think, and stuff? Or I think the, the, the lifestyle, it's not that yeah. far away from the UK. It's not, yeah. you know, I think moving to Australia, big move. Oh, it's um, huge. Yeah. But um, yeah, Dubai's, you know, where six hours away. Um, yeah. I think the heat probably, I know people who've, who've moved out there to work and yeah, getting used to that heat might be oh, a it's, struggle. It's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. If you could offer one piece of advice to upcoming data leaders, what would it be? Uh, my classic one, I think, that uh, has been a repeat a few times, which is uh, data is a journey, not a destination. Um, so everything from it takes quite a while to build a good data team, data platform, yep. um, and right. then try and stay around. Don't, it's not a five-minute job, I'm afraid. No, you're right. absolutely right. Where was the best vacation you've ever taken? I'm going to say um, Dubai. Um, yeah. I, I went in the, I went in 1988. Uh, my uncle was working out there, been working out there um, with his family, with my parents. We had an absolutely fantastic time. Um, we, we went and played on the Dubai grass course. Oh, on the, beautiful. On the, like the second day it opened because yeah. uh, a friend of my uncle's was a, was a member. But we also were out there. We played on the sand course. So it literally is sand. Um, but yeah. Really? And it, yeah. Wow. Made of sand. You, you carried around a little bit of, astroturf which was oh my um, goodness which was the which was the fairway if you were on the fairway but if you're in the rough it was basically a big bunker um yeah wow. it's not there now no it's gone they, they yeah. got over it but back then 1988 um to very unspoiled it was today. i went it back was. i went back 20 years later 2008 some friends living out there it's a very very different place yeah yeah it's it's changed completely what's one city you've always dreamed of traveling to uh Melbourne, Australia. Yeah, for sports. Na- neighbours thing. Oh, it's a. Na- <laughs> I thought it was for sports. <laughs> I don't watch Neighbours now, but I did back but in you the. You used to. Okay, who's 80s. your favourite character? Kylie, of course. Oh, there you go. Loyalty to Kylie. Still loyalty, but you didn't like her music though. Actually, yeah, I, I am a yeah. I've been on show a bit. Just where we're on a we're on a podcast, not a video, because I actually got a few Kylie pictures. I do have, have you? Slight, no way. I do have a slight obsession uh, with Kylie. Oh my goodness! Um, but yeah, she's not on the a healthy podcast obsession. List. I hope. <laughs> what was the best lesson your parents ever taught you? Um, I think loyalty and hard work. Yeah, I think my, yeah. my I think my dad in particular was very very hardworking, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, and uh, I think just they were just very loyal people. Whether it's yeah. to family or to to you know uh, employers yeah what's your favorite food lasagna uh, and it has to be my mum's as well only your mum's you can't go to a yeah they're not the same in they're not the same it's true i i know exactly what you mean what's your favorite podcast or yours of course oh come on don't be silly no no I, i i do get into them um it's really sad, isn't it? I can say it's quite a lot of data podcasts that I listen to. There are, um, yeah, there's, there's I lots. Do, I do have a bit of a penchant. I do like um, Jason Foster's, uh, yep. you know, Sinusual Ones. Yep. I just think he's very, very authentic um, guy, and I spend a lot of time with him. And I just like, you know, the people he gets on and the way he interacts with them. I just they're, they're yep. great podcasts. Cool. Um, coffee or tea? Uh, coffee, hundred percent strong and black. I, I did okay. drink tea, but yeah, no. 
Yep. What's a movie that made you cry? Never. <laughs> not, not even. One, not one James Bond movie. No, not even whatever that Frozen rubbish that my kids dragged me to and they started singing and I said, is this a musical? And they went, yeah, yeah, of course it was. Oh, you no, didn't know God. that. Oh, I dear. didn't know that. Who would you say is your biggest inspiration? I'm going to say it's my dad. Um, mm. he, he died two and a half years ago. Oh, sorry I, to hear that. I did his, uh, you know, his life in, yeah. in, in PowerPoint, not Excel. Uh, and actually putting together like all the stuff from his life, I realized, you know, I knew he came from a very poor part of Scotland, but actually when you see the pictures of where the street he lived in, in the Gorbals was horrific, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, he, he worked very hard. He studied hard in night school, uh, became a very successful businessman. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I used to drive to school in a Range Rover because he worked bloody hard, and, yeah. you know, and yeah. ran a company that allowed him to have a Range Rover and a Jag. So wonderful. You know, he, he was a good bloke. Beautiful. Really good to hear. What's the one, talent you wish you had can i have two singing or and dancing okay, i can't so sing you can't sing you can't i can't dance, dance. Okay. i'm tone deaf with three left feet Gosh. um well I'm, I'm i'm assuming you didn't meet your partner in a nightclub or in a or in a no yeah exactly or in a dance hall what's your favorite exercise uh running running, running now yeah. yeah what's what's the one data trend that you dislike? I think the job description creep that's happened. Oh, it always, yeah. It's happening, it's been happening for yeah, years, but it's it just will. got worse and worse yeah. these days. Yeah, yeah. What's a superpower you wish you had? I watched, I was like, the, I like watching the Incredibles film and I, I struggled to choose. Um, maybe Iceman, so I can always got some ice in my gin and tonic. Perfect. What's something you don't want to be doing in 10 years time? Working. <laughs> okay. um, I won't be quite retirement age. I'll be nearly retirement age, actually, in 10 years' time. I, just, I think what I mean is I think I want to be more, I'd like to get to like be a sort of data uh, Ned, not nerd. Okay, have a portfolio, Ned. have a portfolio yeah. of things that you'd like yeah. to do. I'm quite yeah. fancy doing that yeah. advisory type stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Looking back on your life, is there anything you would have done differently? No. No. What's the best thing that happened this year? Um, so seeing my mum again after lockdown, so she's, uh, in a, she's in a nursing home, yeah. um, not very well. Uh, mm. They were very strict on no visiting whatsoever for months and months. We could only do Skype. She's not very good on Skype and technology. So then when they finally opened back up, I had to have, you know, an LFT test, a PCR test, mm. blah, 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 mm. just to go and see her. And in that time, I'd see her in a room with a mask on, and gloves on. Um, but uh, yeah. Just to know, be with her. Just, just yeah. go and spend some time with her. Yeah, yeah. Which, which movies make you laugh the hardest? Uh, probably actually the last one I went to see, which is we went to see Peter Rabbit 2, which yeah. was delayed, delayed by <laughs> pandemic. Great, great film. I love it. James Corden, you know. Just, yeah, yeah, he is funny, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Do you believe in second chances? Do you know what? I'd say I didn't, but I think maybe, maybe I've come older and wiser. I, I do. I, I sort of read about some of these um, stories. Mm. people and i think yeah i think we do owe people a second chance yeah true what's your greatest talent is that, is that just one or two, that list <laughs> well come on clearly modesty no. yes <laughs> um, uh, i'm probably going to say that i do work hard and that's mm -hmm. partly because i don't need a lot of sleep yeah um, okay so yeah i'm quite a long hours type person mm -hmm. whether it's work or personal stuff okay 
What three words best describe your leadership style? Direct. <laughs> people have told me that. Uh, I think also people have said that I'm quite caring. Well, you've said so, you that know, before. That you, you yeah, know, they said yeah, to me, oh, yeah. you know, oh, actually, I've, I've offered up, you know, if you do this and, you know, you do that, we, you can do that. Oh, okay, that's great. That's very nice of you. And yep. um, I think also um, I'm very much people said you're, you're a leader from the front. You know, okay. I would be going over the... You're leading the, by things. example. Yeah, lead by example. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. What are currently your top three data challenges? Uh, I think the one that a lot, is, a lot of people have got at the moment, which is around literacy, and it's a very complex mm -hmm. subject, but just trying to improve literacy... Um, mm -hmm. yeah, both outside of your data team, but also you know, there's other aspects of it within your data team. Um, I think challenge around sort of team size, you always want more resources, different resources yeah. within your team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and probably also, I say exec buying, I've got a good exec buying at Tempco, you know, CEO very much wanted to move to, to data-led decisioning. Um, you know, he's run the company, he founded the company, so he, so he knows it, but actually mm -hmm. it's got so big now that you can't know everything. So you need data sure. to, to inform those decisions. Yeah. What are three words to describe living in the UK? Do you mean do you mean the last two years or? Well, no, generally. <laughs> I think um, does feel chaotic. Yeah. Uh, equally, when you go to other cities, you realise that that um, okay, maybe it's a London, maybe it's a UK city thing. We are actually very cosmopolitan. Yes. It's quite a Hugely. quite a mix. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, let's just say weather and just leave oh. it at that. <laughs> What's the one thing you had to learn the hard way? Um, I think that life doesn't always go according to plan. Even though I like to plan, yep. it doesn't always go to plan. So it can't be, be perfect, can it? Really <laughs> perfect. You can plan for if it doesn't be perfect. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, true. How do you handle pressure in your career? Um, I think about things. Mm -hmm. um, I plan um and uh, probably not so much now but um certainly the past when i was restoring a house i used to do diy uh, okay. because actually it's the only time well pretty much the only time it's very hard to like do emails and messaging when you're up a ladder painting a ceiling absolutely um, so you tend, tend i tend to switch off when i'm doing yeah. my diy yeah. um i tend to switch off yeah it's a good way to get away from things and to to think as well i guess yeah so what did you want to do with your life at the age of 12, apart from being James Bond? A racing driver. Ah, nice. Was that after, was there a, was there a, a time when you watched um, uh, the, the, the Steve McQueen movie and you thought, that's what I want to be? Was it? I think, wasn't that, he was a getaway driver, wasn't he? No, he was in, <laughs> he was in Le Mans, remember? Oh yeah, sorry, that one. 20, yeah, not the getaway. Fast no, Bullet, that was Bullet, remember that? No, that, the other one was Bullet yeah. when he was a detective. Yeah, no, I just think I used to watch a lot of, you know, where it's Touring Car or yeah. F1. Yeah. And yeah, did I, yeah. I, I, I've done a few race days uh, with what I call the tame racing drivers who are, okay. blimey, I'm not, you're not at that level. They're oh, just, it's crazy, isn't another, it? Yeah. Yeah. So my last and final question, actually, I've got one more question just after that, which okay. I can ask you, because I've just seen something. What's something you still like to learn? This is what I'm told. <laughs> <laughs> to be more patient okay <laughs> <laughs> when other people aren't perfect yes that's the direct piece is it be more patient will you graham so listen i i, I i'm intrigued by that uh that by the picture is that an elephant or is that a horse behind you oh uh, directly behind me so actually yeah. that is um 
No, so the picture behind is... No, not that oh, one. The other one. That one over there? Yeah. That's looks my like kids. It, it looks like an... No, it look, looks like a horse. It looks like a horse's leg. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's a canvas print of me and my children at the local park on a swing. Ah! Well, well oh, that was quite a while ago. They don't like it. Um, yeah. Uh, and it is technically in my office, uh, which one of them might sleep in if when they visit. But obviously, now they're much older, they don't tend to visit Isn't as often. That weird. The perspective that I see is very different. I'm going to tell them they look like elephants. Oh, yeah. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, it's been a it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you, and thank you for bearing everything today. I'm, I've just yeah, I've never never done so much. So I think people have found out more in it's good thirty Why minutes not? than it's all about you. Thirty years. Yeah, perfect. Look, thanks so much. And Cheers. Speak to you soon. Thanks a bit.